Hello and welcome to episode 205 of the Enough Podcast. My name is Mike Hurley and I am joined as always by my friend and compadre, Mr. Patrick Roan. Hola. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, my man. How are you? Oh, uh, you know, I'm hanging in there. I'm hanging in. It's uh, just been gray and cloudy uh, for days and days and days. Actually, we did get some sunshine yesterday, but uh, it's it's looking very Britain around here, if you know what I'm saying. It's nice you know, and sunny kind of... here today, though. Yeah, you guys. So you guys are getting our weather, basically, is what it uh, racks up to. I believe so. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, maybe maybe I should move there. Um, so uh, so yeah, you're the the whole WWDC thing. That's next week, right? Yes, it is indeed. You're you're gonna be there. You're coming over to this side of the pond, eh? I'm gonna be in San Francisco for the week. Yeah. So, so which direction are you taking around? Are you taking the China route or are you taking the uh, the American route? Do you know what? I don't know, but it's taking 10 hours. Well, nearly 11. 10 hours, 45 minutes. Wow, that could be either way. Yeah. Actually, no, I think, I think that's the American way. Oh, no, I am. I believe I am going the American way. Who knows? Yeah. I'll let you know yeah. when I arrive. Because right. I'll look on Sounds the little good. map when the, when the plane's flying, you know? You know, you get yeah, like well, the it's, it's not a direct flight, is it? Yeah, I'm taking a direct. Oh boy. Who boy. Yeah, I'm getting a one stop on the way back, and it's 14 hours. Okay. So I'm happy to take direct. Yeah, yeah. My main. Well, where are my you main stopping thing? on the way back? Sorry. Where are you stopping on the way back? Canada. Okay. I seem to always go through Canada whenever I come to America. Yeah. That that makes sense, especially if you're coming from, you know, coming over America. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Make would make less sense if you were coming over, over Asia, but yeah, that would yeah. be kind of strange to do to go to Canada yeah. and then then out again. That would be weird. So yeah, that would be very strange. <laughs> I I wouldn't advise that. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so we're working on limited time. We're going to squeeze two shows in today because you're going to be. You know, at WWDC, enjoying the uh, festivities and friendship uh, to be found there. But we don't want to. Uh, we don't want to have people miss out. So, what we're going to yeah. do today, in today's episode, we're going to talk a bit about WWDC and and, and what. Um, I'm going to quiz you a little bit more, Pat. Um, okay, I like this. Because That's a good idea. Um, I'm going to be talking about expectations in other places, so I don't want to just repeat yeah. mine over and over again. You know. Right. Understood. Um, because we've got a whole, the 512 podcast is going to be all about that, actually. Um, oh, wow. This, okay. This all week. Right. So I don't want to just sort of go over mine again and again and again. So I, I will like... ask you some stuff, see what you're thinking about <laughs> WWDC. Uh, okay. And then you've got, you've got like a couple this. of apps that you want to mention at the end. And yeah. Then in your the next episode, be next week's episode, we're going to be addressing... Patrick's claims from last week about <laughs> about, about revolutionary claims. technology. <laughs> so we've had we had a few people come in, and I'm, I'm sure that more than anything, and, you've had some time to think about it a little bit more. Yes, and I I will I will add just kind of a preview of that episode. Very thoughtful, long, you know, detailed, civil exploration. You know, I was I was really surprised by the quality of feedback we got. I get surprised because I mean we have quality, smart, beautiful, sexy listeners, and so I guess I wasn't all that surprised. But still, it's nice to have that in my inbox. Yeah, we, we especially did, we did when some are in disagreement. 
So, um, but uh, yeah, WWDC quiz quiz away. So, I mean, we're not we're not expecting to see um, iOS hardware. Um, I think that's been yeah. made made pretty clear. Um, but that doesn't necessarily rule out hardware overall. So, Mr. Patrick Roan, do you expect to to see any hardware announcements coming out of WWDC this year? Yeah, I would be, you know, so short shot is um, updates to the MacBook Air line, right? Um, it's, it's Apple's most popular line. Um, they're, they're selling a just a metric ton of these, um, uh, and it, they've kind of become their kind of daily driver laptop model. And I would say even much more so than, you know, I could easily see Apple moving to a, 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 I'm not saying this is going to happen. I'm just saying that I theoretically could see a simplified laptop line where you've got the 11-inch Air, you've got the 13-inch Air, and you've got the 15-inch um, Retina Pro, right? And, and boom, that, that's it, right? <laughs> you know, in various configurations of that, you know, you know uh, options uh, of that 15-inch uh, Retina Pro. Um, but then, you know, my point is having the one, the one Pro model with the Retina, you know, with with the kind of power that those users demand, uh, and then everything else is is an error. Um, so you, you're saying, as do you think I mean, what 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 advances do you think you're going to see in the airline? I don't know if they've worked out uh, the ability to, um, you know, one of the errors great benefits in my mind is its battery life um i mean the air just gets killer battery battery life um in comparison to uh your um kind of larger heavier models um but um i mean so so i think that a retina display might be a little bit too early in the air but you know who knows what kind of deals tim cook has uh, worked out on the uh on the supply chain side well, you know i'm just saying that you're going to see some sort of update there whether whether that uh, includes a retina screen i have no idea if it does i'll be pleasantly surprised but i wouldn't bank on it but i would certainly bank on you know just a general overall bump up in in specs across the board so I mean, maybe new chips. Intel has their Haswell chips, so we might see something like that. Um, mm-hmm. I guess bigger, you know, more battery life. I guess you know could be one thing that we. I mean, if you're not going to see something like Retina displays, then I guess everybody wants more battery life. Yeah. Um, do you think that there could be any surprises from a hardware perspective at WWDC, even with these laptops? Things that that we haven't yet considered. I mean, obviously, it's hard to to conceptualize something like that but do you think that there's much in especially the computer line that we yeah see? yeah i mean i th- i th- i think what you're hinting at if i'm if i'm guessing that you're hinting is i do see an outside chance that they will at least address what's going to happen with the mac pro um if not altogether roll something out that's you know that's that's uh that's set to replace it. Do you think this could be the Made in America Mac? It could be. And, and whether it's just announced or it's actually rolled out, we'll see. 
but I, I you know, I, I think that, you know, the WWDC is, it's a developer's conference, right? And uh, developers um, like the horsepower. Um, and they, you know, this is kind of that pro-level sort of place where, you know, I think, you know, if they're going to announce the Mac Pro or its replacement, you know, if they're going to talk about that, they're going to talk about it at WWDC. I feel like um, with with WWDC, because you say because it is developers, any um, Pro Mac or laptop announcements will go down well, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. iMac, maybe not so much. Um, mm-hmm. But I think, you know, developers obviously care about the Macintosh line, even if they're iOS developers, you know, because yeah. that's kind of important to them to have great computers to, to work on. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 I can definitely see what you're going there. Do you yeah. think that WWDC is going to be the place that we find out about the new product line? Hmm. I don't know. Um, I mean, they've got a lot to cover. Um, if that is the case, because they're definitely going to, I have no doubt in my mind, they're going to talk about the OSs and kind of the direction that those are going. And the reason that they're going to do that is that they always do that at WWDC because WWDC is the place where developers have the chance to, um, get technical help and direction for their software, uh, to, uh, you know, to better facilitate, uh, some of that new stuff at the OS level um, and to you start working on compatibility and things like that and get work, you know, get uh, actual help directly from Apple engineers and OS engineers specifically, that sort of thing. So, yeah, I, I mean, because that's going to take up a nice big chunk of the of the programming. I really do believe there's enough changes going on, especially in iOS, that, uh, that I think that that's that's going to take up a, a big chunk. Another big chunk is likely going to be services, and we'll get to that in a second. You know, but then I th- I think an, you know another big hunk is going to be hardware, and I don't know. I uh, yeah yeah you know, I think a new product line warrants a special event. It warrants a one more thing special event. And and that's that's why I'm discounting something like that at WWDC. What I could what I could see is a uh, you know reporters owner reporters only Buena Vista you know or Apple Campus special event town hall special event um, maybe a month after WWDC if not a, if not six weeks where all of a sudden. An invitation shows up in in key people's inbox. They did say no hardware until well, no sort of um, product releases until September. There. Mm-hmm. So. Well, yeah, we'll see. You know, I'm I'm just I'm just saying that you know I I really don't I don't see anything like new 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 happening at WWDC. I'll be happy if I'm wrong, but yeah, don't see that. Okay. So um, what about yeah. um let's talk about software. Let's talk about the Mac. Um mm-hmm. so obviously we're going to be looking at Mac OS 10.9. Um 
assuming that they're going to remain on the big cat name, but that's not really something that's that important. What what could we presume that there would be from OS 10.9? Wow, your guess is as good as mine. Sure. I mean, now that uh, now that Johnny Ive is kind of uh, you know in charge of the you know kind of design side of that, I, I definitely see whatever whatever kind of design um, tweaks are being done on iOS 6, you'll see similar things happening on the Mac side as well. You know, I, I think Apple's goal is to further unify the design and experience of their two OSs. Um to you know for for all the obvious reasons right right to to unify to cre- create a unified look especially between apps um you know so if there are changes made as far as kind of the look and feel to the to the built-in apps on iOS i think you can expect similar changes to the look and feel um on the Mac um and i think uh, yeah, I I, th- I think that we've already begun to see a little bit of that here and there. Um, you know, the, the last roll of, of iTunes and the kind of redesign of the mini player, and there's been just some slight tweaks and some slight flattening to the elements uh, to the elements in the latest version of iTunes. You're starting to kind of see hints of of that direction. Um, uh, so that's my thoughts there. I I think yeah. As far as like new features, gosh, uh, there you know maybe some stuff that um would maybe tie in with new iOS features, or maybe yes. you know more sort of like app stuff. So maybe yeah. like passbook for Mac or yeah something yeah. Like that. Well, and I think you know, and, uh, there's been some rumors about like AirDrop in iOS. So now you can easily, you know, send f- files, you know, back and forth over, you know, between your Mac and iOS. Um, you know, here's here's a for instance. I don't um, I don't have iPhoto on my uh, MacBook Air um, for a number of reasons, not the least of which is, you know, space considerations. Because I just have the 64 gig one. Um, and so whenever I need to send a photo, you know, to work with on my MacBook Air, like just now, uh, I was uh, updating, um, a, updating a website and, you know, needed to, you know, snap a screenshot on my phone for uploading to said website. And, you know, I had to email that to myself. You know, because I mean, I just I don't have Photo Stream, and I mean, so I don't have iPhoto installed at all, which means I can't access it on Photo Stream. You know, which means that's really my only choice is to email it to myself or to, you know, or Dropbox it to myself or some other kind of fiddly manner. You know, whereas if I was easily able to say put pull up the sharing panel and say send this to my MacBook Air, and boom, it's boom, it's there in my you know, downloads folder, whatever, whatever location I set it at, or vice versa, easily send something to my iPhone directly. 
um, over the wireless, that would be much preferred. Um, you know, so I think, you know, things like that, easy ways to exchange information there. And I think that's going to also very much tie into what they're planning on doing services-wise, you know, because I, I think, you know, I think despite people's troubles with Siri, people's troubles with iCloud and the way it works and, you know, especially on the development side, it's, you know, anything other than then your simplest file types are an absolute nightmare. And, you know, I've, I've witnessed many a developer pulling their hair out over trying to get it to work reliably. And I could point to apps on my phone that it, you know, that it still does not um, between devices or that it's just a plain confusing experience. You know, why, why, why save these things to iCloud, save these things locally? Da, 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 da. Why can't just everything just be boom? If it's if it's here, it's there, sort of thing. And I think that for whatever reason, I don't know why Apple chose to implement iCloud the way that the way that they have um, or roll it out. I, I kind of know why they rolled it out, how they did, but it's just been has been less than ideal. They know that the world knows that. I can guarantee you, they've put a lot of work into that. They put a lot of work into that. They put a lot of thought into that. The future, they still believe in iCloud. They still believe that that's the way that these things are going to work, that you really should just be able to, you know, open up an app here on your iPhone and have all of the things that are available to the app here on your desktop. Yeah. I, I mean... I, no, I agree that iCloud... Um, I would hope that we would see more from iCloud and, and that it will be more sort of baked in and will work. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we'll just plain work. Um, and, and we'll be... We'll be more like magic and less like work. The problem is, is that for a lot of apps, it's still very much like work. And, and it should be like magic. And you know, and that's the thing about Dropbox, right? Dropbox is like magic, right? I have my Dropbox folder here. I go to any other machine that I own, and there's my Dropbox folder looking exactly like it does on all my other machines. And I make a change here, and it's automatically synchronized between places, right? And I go to my iPhone, or I go to my iPad, and I launch the Dropbox app, and there's all my stuff right there. Um, and it's just, you don't think about it. It's not like, oh, I got to do this. I, you know, as long as you put it in Dropbox, it's there. It's everywhere. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why they can't, why Apple can't replicate that behavior. Even if it means that, that, oh, because that's the promise, right? The promise was is that you shouldn't have to worry about where you save files or whatever, that they'll just appear where you want them to. But that's not the case at all, right? And the reason it's not the case at all is because really what they should be doing is you have a pages, you have a pages folder in your documents folder. That pages folder is where your pages work goes. 
if it, you know, if you don't want it as part of the pages iCloud, you just you drag it out of there. But when you hit save, it it that's where it saves. And the reason that that's where it saves is because they are syncing that pages folder via iCloud to all of your to all your Macs and devices. So that when you open up pages and you go to open documents, it shows you all the pages documents that are in that pages folder. Right. Yeah. Does, does that make sense? I mean, it should. I hate to say it, it should work like Dropbox, right? And if it did work like Dropbox, this should be able to do your whole home folder that way. You know what I mean? Like your desktop here looks like your desktop there if you choose to have it that way. And when you throw something on your desktop on this Mac, you walk over to another Mac, boom, it's also on the desktop over there. You get what I'm saying? I do. I'm gonna take right. a, I'm gonna take a quick break. Okay. I want to thank Squarespace for their support, and then I'm gonna ask you about iOS, and then we'll we'll round off the episode with some with some apps. Yeah, yeah just a couple of apps I wanted to mention real quick. Okie dokie. So I want to start today by thanking. Well, I say start. I want to continue today by thanking <laughs> our fine friends over at Squarespace.com who give you absolutely everything that you need to make an amazing website. Squarespace provides you of all of the tools it takes to put an amazing website online. No matter how experienced you are with building websites, you can put something online in minutes. You don't have to worry about hosting, scaling, or integrating with other services like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Flickr, and many more. And that's because Squarespace is a fully hosted, completely managed environment for creating and maintaining a beautiful website, blog, or portfolio. That is all you need to know. That sentence tells you everything you need to know about Squarespace. They give you everything that you need. You don't need to worry about finding a designer and finding a theme because they have beautiful, clean, responsive web design themes and templates that are built right into the platform. They have real easy page building tools that drag and drop with Squarespace's layout engine that allows you to create custom layouts. They take care of all of your hosting for you. It doesn't matter how popular your site is. It doesn't matter who's linking to your site. It's going to stay up and it's going to be fast. They take care of support. They have 24-7 customer support. If you want to add a store to your site, Squarespace Commerce allows you to sell physical or digital goods by adding a fully integrated store that allows you to accept payments, manage your inventory, and process customer orders. If you sign up for one of their annual plans, you'll get a free custom domain name, and it will be integrated straight away into your site. They have a blog importer if you want to import your current content from somewhere else, and you can easily set up sharing and syncing with your social media accounts too. I want you to go and try this out for two reasons. One, because it's awesome, and two, because every time you go to this site and you sign up and you give Squarespace a try, if you've never tried them before or maybe if you want to try them again, it helps support what we do here on Enough, 70 Decibels, and 5x5, which will be the show, the, the home for this show and in the not too distant future. So go to this URL. Go to squarespace.com forward slash 70 decibels at 70-D-E-C-I-B-E-L-S. You can sign up for a free trial and find out more information. Squarespace plans start at $10 a month for the standard plan and $20 a month for the unlimited plan. If you sign up for a year, you'll get 20% off. If you sign up for two, you get 25% off. And use the code 70 decibels 5 at checkout and you'll get an additional 10% off on top of any other discount of your first order. So go check out Squarespace, everything that you need to make an amazing website. 
an amazing website. The best. So uh, you were going to ask about? iOS 7. What do you think's coming? Yeah, a similar sort of thing. I, I don't know how much of a you know, big overhaul that you're going to see from, uh, from uh, Sir Johnny. Um, but I, I really do think that there's going to be some obvious clues as to, okay, this is the direction we're going to in the future. I don't think that it's going to be like, you know, everything looks like Windows 7 now. Uh, it's nothing like that, obviously. But it's going to be subtle. It's going to be it's going to be careful and mindful, and if you you know, and and methodical, kind of the way the the way we've come to know um, Sir Johnny um, to be um, that uh, you know that kind of careful, thoughtful eye for detail. And I think that that's, you know, going to be, you know, design is a big bulk of what we're going to see. Obviously, they've made, um, you know, have made or are making um, improvements to Siri. Maps, obviously, is a huge priority for them to continue to work on, continue to get right. Um, both of those things are great for them because they can continue to do this work behind the scenes um, to make it better and better. And the thing that makes it better and better is data, right? Um, you know, and even, even knowing when the data is wrong is, is valuable information, right? Knowing when, when, you know, you put in turn by turn directions or whatnot, and you wind up in the wrong place and, you know, you, you do another search to try to find your way again, boom, that's data that they now have. That those first directions they gave you were wrong and that every time they give these directions, they're wrong. Several people, their, their next action is to re-input the same address. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so now, they have, I mean, they can flag that stuff and immediately correct it behind the scenes. Um, I'm just I'm just saying that there's uh, that there's many many ways that they can handle it. Maps has been improving this whole time. I expect them to continue to work on that. Um, I expect Passbook to be even better supported. Um, you know, I, I do think that that Passbook has some really interesting potential. Um, obviously, the way that it was, uh, the way that it was promised and the way that it was rolled out were kind of two different things. When it was rolled out, it was very confusing. No one understood. You got this flash screen that, like, had nothing in it and no information about how to put stuff in it. You know, it was basically trial and error and other users helping other users that you had to find out, oh, you have to download the apps for the various things you want, and they have to su specifically support Passbook in those apps, and uh, that was a big pain in the butt. But once you get it working, it's really kind of neat. I, I, I've said this before. If you really want to see how cool an experience Passbook is, at least in my mind, is... Um, is it Starbucks? You know, I just just today I went to a Starbucks and you know I I, I ordered my triple 
quadruple mocha latte, skinny, soy, whatever. And and that's not my order. I, I have small mocha and a, and a cheese danish. Um, but <laughs> but you know, I just hold up my phone to the little thing and it beeps and boom, I'm done. I mean, it's just it's 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 really neat um, and almost too easy to spend money that way. Um, <laughs> and you know, how could they not want to make that experience a, an even better one? Um, you know, so I, I think that there's, you know, iOS 7 is the kind of main hallmark feature is going to be is going to be a redesign of a lot of the built-in apps. I think a lot of the things will get better because iCloud has gotten better, because Siri has gotten better. Um, and I, I think that's the direction things are going. Cool. But, We'll see. You know, it's uh, only a week away, and actually less than that. The keynote's on Monday, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so less than a week away. We will see. And regardless, just remember, people, that... Uh, oh, here's the one thing I also suspect. I suspect that my iPhone 4 will not support iOS 7. Yeah, they released that new touch, right, which has... Yeah, they released the new touch, and I'm thinking it's time for them to to begin to drop support for iOS, or I'm sorry, for the uh, iPhone four. Yeah, maybe even the four S. Who knows? I doubt no, that. I doubt that, that. But you never know. Well, well, because the four S is going to drop down to their free model, right? Or is the is the is four S already their free model? Um, uh, we got to look this up. I'm looking. Look. I'm looking as we speak. Currently, come on. Uh, no, the four is still there. The four is free. The four S is ninety nine dollars as we are recording. Right. So they're not going to draw support for iOS seven for the four S, but they will. They would do so for the four, and you know iOS seven. I don't. I don't believe for a second that iOS 7 is going to be released on at WWDC. I believe it will be previewed and talked about and that, 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 uh, and that it will come out later, likely alongside or oh, close yeah. to or in conjunction with a new iPhone. They'll release the uh, beta, but they won't have they won't be shipping it until the new iPhone for sure. Right. Exactly, and so that'll give them a chance to drop the, to drop support for the iPhone four, um, to drop the four S down to their free model, and then the ninety nine dollar model will be the five, and the you know one starting at one ninety nine will be the five S. Right, makes perfect sense. And at that point, I'll have to likely think about finally getting around to upgrading my iPhone four. <sighs> Which I don't know. I'm necessarily excited to do. Um, oh well. In any case, let's talk about a couple of apps real quick uh, before we wrap up here. Um, so, a uh, couple of apps I wanted to mention. First of all, a little bit of uh, self promotion. Uh, Minimal Tools, uh, the uh, the iOS uh, app development team of which I am a small member. I contribute 
kind of well um, I, I don't know um, ideas I contribute ideas that's what I do ideas um, we released an update to pop for iOS our minimal um, piece of paper uh, app uh, that uh, is for quick capture of uh, one's thoughts and ideas uh, 2.0 um, actually adds some rather significant uh, features and changes uh, not the least of which is um, there is now a way to uh, double tap uh, the page fold and get like a sharing pane uh, before you could only like copy and paste your way out of pop now we allow you to send mail message facebook twitter copy all clear all from this neat little sharing pane ios 6 style double tap the page fold it pops right up it's great um we've also improved the page folder interaction so when you pull up on the page fold um it uh, kind of you know, bounces and copies, uh, basically does a copy all. Um, and then uh, increase the font sizes um, and less page mar margins. So you can actually fit more words on a page. Um, but you can also read them a little bit more clearly because as I get older, my mm -hmm. site and ability to read small fonts degrades. And so, therefore, the font size will steadily increase as long as I'm involved uh, to the point where, you know, we're seeing just a single word per, because that's what I'll need to be able to see my screen. In any case, I digress. Solid design improvements throughout, throughout Pop for iOS is only a buck, 99 cents on the App Store. If you don't have it, go get it. If you have it, Make sure you go download the uh, the latest update. It's free. Awesome. And right. you mentioned one more app you wanted to talk about today. Yes. Uh, um, Brett Terpstra, uh, my fellow Minnesotan, um, uh, pointed uh, us all to a really cool app called Shortcat that is currently in public beta. But what Shortcat does is think of it as Spotlight for for buttons and text elements on your screen. So you do command shift space and this little, you know, text entry field pops up from the bottom and you can start typing the name of some tappable, clickable element on the screen. Um, I'm on minimal Mac right now. I'm going to start typing about and it immediately highlights in green the About link on Minimal Mac. I hit Enter, and boom, there you go. Completely navigate your interface via keyboard. It is awesome! Man, I have awesome. absolutely no desire for something like this. Oh, man. Where, what are you, man? You're not a computer user. Computer users want to avoid using the mouse if at all possible. I love using the mouse. <laughs> oh, my I'm, God. I'm not old school. I'm new school. I mean, yeah. I, I've always used a mouse. You know? I, was, I, I learned how to operate computers by using the mouse. I've never used a computer where I have not had a mouse. Yeah, I but I know. can see for a keyboard user how this is good because it's not necessarily you need to find the UI elements. 
you know what they are, you know what mm-hmm. they're called, but this allows mm-hmm. you to navigate really quickly. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. It's just not for me. Okay, well, that's fair enough. There I mean, I'm looking at the video. There, they're just not keyboarders. I'm looking at the video and I can see how fast somebody could move around. Oh, yeah. You have no idea. I mean, I'm just flying through this thing. Flying. Um, love it. In any case, yeah, I highly recommend it. Downloaded it. Public beta has been very, very stable for me so far. Uh, there's more features promised and on the way before release. Um, seriously, download this thing, pound on it, and if you're a keyboard uh, nut like me who knows the value and utility and efficiency of learning keyboard shortcuts and, and actions, this is for you. So. Awesome. With that, I think we're going to wrap it up. We will, and we'll be back next week. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Enough. Yeah, sounds great. We'll chat later. We will. Cheers. Cheers.